0: What is today is uh, Governor Patterson, uh, David Patterson, and he was one of the best governors uh, uh, New York State ever had. And, uh, uh, Governor, it's Sunday morning. What's on your mind this Sunday morning? What, what, what is aggravating you? And there's so many things going on in New York. Fill us in.
1: Well, something that aggravated me for a long time about other elected officials, probably even including myself from time to time, is that an issue comes up, You take a position, and in spite of overwhelming evidence to the contrary, you hold the position because you don't want to be seen as flip-flopping. But the reality is sometimes um, new information uh, can change an entire issue. So I have always tried, uh, when I was an elected official and even now, to reserve the right to be educated in public. So a few weeks ago, you and I were talking about this idea, this uh, uh, bill that was passed at, at, sitting on Governor Hochul's desk where an offender uh, convicted of a misdemeanor uh, after, uh, you know, s- uh, serving the time, within after two years, uh, that would be expunged from their record. And for a felony, it would be eight years. And so uh, I think it was actually three years and eight years. And I was saying that I had some concerns because, you know, right now in the middle of a what is still somewhat of a crime wave, but was that the best uh, legislation to be passed? Well, I was contacted by an assemblywoman from Long Island named Catalina Cruz, and also an assemblywoman from Long Island named Mikhail Salaj, Sh- Sh- uh, and also a state senator who was the Senate sponsor of the bill from Brooklyn. His name is Kavan Myrie. And they were really able to show me great amounts of evidence. That particularly first offenders, when they commit a crime, after uh, that it, it's it's not that often that they commit a second crime. Now, as we've talked about for a long time, John, it's really fifteen hundred to two thousand people that are running around the state committing all kinds of crimes and somehow keep getting out of jail. But for these relatively, you know, newcomers, uh, their records and other states which have adopted these policies have had very. Uh, good results in that area. So I am officially today changing my position and hoping that uh, this bill can become a law. It's on Governor Hochul's desk. It's a close call either way. So when Governor Hochul makes that decision, I think we should support her because there's there's evidence on both sides. But my conscience is clear now that I've gotten a chance to say that.
0: Understood. Uh, And, uh, you know... my biggest concern is that, that uh, we hire a murderer in uh, Gristini's or in our office. Right.
1: And that's the kind of the case. So a murderer, because of that degree of felony, would probably... Uh, th- that, that record would never be changed. In other words, when you have that on your record, whenever it is you get out, uh, this, you know it's, it's going to be available for people. But there are a number of people who... You know, as we've talked about, they were hungry and they stole from a, a delicatessen and, you know, it was a misdemeanor. Those people, for the most part, do not turn out to be repeat offenders. But what is a problem is whenever they go places and it's still on their record, it makes it difficult for them to reintegrate themselves into society. And if they can stay clean for the amount of time that we want them to, I think that it's, it's uh, certainly honorable to give them a second chance.
0: So your, your, your head is clear at that point?
1: My head is clear. Now, at least on that point. <laughs>
0: uh, I spoke to Governor Murphy this morning uh, in New Jersey, and uh, he sued question Pricing, And the lawsuit was filed this morning, and uh, uh, one of the things he's very upset about is there were five or six people sitting on the board that voted on congestion pricing, uh, one of them being Kathy Wilde, the other one being be uh, John Durso, the other one would be uh, John Banks, uh, the former Remney CEO. I mean, other familiar names. And, and he's upset that nobody from New Jersey sat on that board uh, and uh, uh, that the fact is um, if con- congestion pricing... Uh, it's going to hurt everybody in the outer boroughs. It's going to hurt everybody in, in, in Westchester, Rockland, uh, uh, all the way up. It's going to hurt Staten Island. Uh, what the heck are we doing?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I don't think that when they send, uh, what they set up these types of boards uh, that go in and out of different places, that they're really looking for residents. Uh, uh, that they're really looking for representation from the other state. Uh, Maybe New Jersey Transit would like to put some uh, uh, New Yorkers on their board. So I I don't think that that's the argument. I think the argument is better made by yourself, that forget about—we're not going to forget about New Jersey. We understand what's happening with New Jersey. But it's also going to be an encumbrance on Staten Island. It's going to be an encumbrance on people coming from Long Island. It's going to be an encumbrance on people coming from Westchester. And even though the, uh, uh, you know, even though the Metropolitan Transit Authority has said that they were thinking about giving some some opportunities uh, for bonuses or you know lessening the cost, it's really going to be a problem. But the biggest problem of all is remember what its name is, John. Congestion pricing. So to have congestion pricing. You have to have congestion. And we, we have it every once in a while, but not to the extent that we did before. And because of that, uh, Manhattan, uh, and Kathy Wild likes to talk about this, is in an egregious situation where there's really no commercial, um, no commerce going on in, in the area because no one's coming to the stores because the buildings are empty and no one's coming to work in the buildings. So how are you going to entice them to come if when they get there, they have to pay $23 to get into the, uh, 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 the business district. So I, I think that's the real argument against it. I was for congestion pricing when Mayor Bloomberg was the first one, I think, who actually started talking about this. But the, the recent problems in terms of just the logistics around the city, um, they can put it in. But I wouldn't be surprised if in two or three years there's re reconsideration
0: understood uh anything else you want you know anything else bothering you this sunday morning i mean we we talked about congestion pricing we 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 talked about uh uh, uh prisoners being released from jails and and if if done under the right scenario, it wouldn't be as bad as you first thought uh, w- Give me one more item one more item is. Mayor Adams is right
1: again. He's fed up, and he's not taking any more. And he has said that there just is not enough space for the migrants. He's further said that we didn't get any help from the federal government and that we could have gotten more help from the state. I I don't really know about the state. I thought the state was trying to help. But um, I think that, uh, once again, he's a man who stands alone against these factors that he can't control. And as New Yorkers, I hope everyone appreciates that he's put himself out there and isn't uh, playing games or hiding from the media or doing the things people do when they don't want to make a decision. He's made a decision, and he's sticking to it. And I think that's all we can ask of our leaders.
0: Understood. Well, Governor Patterson, thank you so much uh, on uh, your wisdom and bringing all New Yorkers up to date. And uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon.
1: It's a sunny day, John. Enjoy all of it.
0: God bless.